Hello, everybody, and welcome to Saints Radio. <laughs> I didn't really forget. I'm just not used to the the chit chat momentum. <laughs> the last chit chat of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a great year it's been, and um, <coughs> we are very much looking forward to what the Lord has in store for us in the new year. And uh, I really felt that it was necessary for us to have this time today so that we could put forward um, a measure of thanks for this past year and uh, going forward into the new to talk about the fast that we're going to be inviting our network family to participate in this weekend on first Saturday. And um, I just think uh, it's good to kind of tidy things up this way because there won't be a Wednesday night live tomorrow night. And um, so this is, this is it for the end of the year. And um, it's nice to have uh, Monica across the table here with her Yeti cup that, what do you have in there? I have some two Nespresso pods. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. A little. Wow, that's some potent stuff. <laughs> you have to hold that in steel. I had some coffee during the prayer time, and I've got this big container of water. So we're well lubricated here. You got water, too. Let's see. Do I have any other? Do I have a flask or anything so I can <laughs> go up above? Oh, boy. You know, I thought about. Um, there's so many things happening in the spirit realm right now. There's a there's a burst of of um, there's a burst of vitality, but there's still there has been lingering opposition. Um, and you know we were exchanging yesterday afternoon, last night, and the Lord gave us a scripture in um, in Peter's writing, and he says that the God of grace, the God of all grace, that's a good term, the God of all grace, after you have suffered a little while, shall cause you to be, um, there's four four things, and two of them are derivatives of his stemme. The first one is catarizo. And so it says that the God of all grace is going to lead you to perfect flow of his purpose to um, complete dominion in the histeme, complete functionality in the histeme, and then um, a measure where you're fulfilling the tetheme, his eternal plan, those four things. And I think that's where we're going. Uh, that's where we are. And I don't understand this suffering a little while. I think, I think, it's, I think it's that same principle of the enemy... Uh, um, coming in one way, you know that's a principle of the theatron. We're not we're not inviting the enemy to do this. We're certainly not welcoming him. But <coughs> God is so, he's such a good God, even with that rascal enemy, who did unthinkable, unimaginable things, and so much of that we don't have a written record of. Um, but God knows, and the angelic core does, 
God wants our victory and his plan to be so com- so complete that he doesn't want there to be any measure of accusation that somehow he is breaking the rules or or taking an unfair advantage because you know the enemy would say that um if you want to know how the enemy is right now you you think about what's going on in in congress and how how anything that's said is maligned anything that's said is maligned you know i heard some knuckleheads yesterday talking about that horrible attack and the outskirts of New York City and the Hasidic Jew, that party they had. Yeah, it was and they were again blaming that on the president. And I'm thinking oh, how much goodness. how much more and with all of his glitches and faults, God put him in that office. And how much more does he have to do to stand with the Jewish people from the capital being recognized for with our embassy to the recent law that makes it illegal for co- for colleges to have any kind of anti-Semitic perspective, and if they do, they're going to lose federal funding, you know, and and on and on. But that just I don't want to go down a political path. Some of you who are triggered by that have already turned off or getting fuming. I don't really see how that can be. However, that's what our enemy does when he accuses, when he when he uh, comes against what God's doing in us. It's kind of like that craziness that went on with Job, where it was just one thing after another after another. And, you know, I, I, just, I just believe that God is doing a complete work in us in grace. And you need to stand strong and view Whatever it is that might have come against you through the, through the lens of your grace partnership with God, knowing and remembering, fighting a good warfare on behalf of the prophetic words that have been spoken over you and over this really unique end-time calling God has given us, view everything through that. And don't let, don't let if any thought comes that would contest that, Immediately take control of it, cast it down, submit it to the obedience of Christ, and then double down. Make, bring it, uh, bring a measure of vengeance, or uh, revenge, those thoughts, and declare what God has given. So, um, I didn't mean to take off. We haven't get started chit chatting yet, and here I am preaching. So we declare grace over you. Uh, I don't know. Hey, I know people reach out to you mm-hmm. while we're having this broadcast, and I don't know how they do it. Do they just text you, or do they? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it'd be a good thing. I thought of this when we were praying earlier, that there's so many things God has done that we could give testimony about. But <coughs> I think I think it'd be good if we just kind of, for, the, for a couple minutes, just r- proclaim something. That was an amazing victory or breakthrough over this last year. And just give thanks to the Lord for it. So if during this time, those of you who um, think of one, maybe you send it. Amen. Amen. I, I, I've been reflecting. I think that we all 
tend to do that during a transitional time like this. And I've been reflecting a lot about on just the past year and just the victories and the, the incredible things that God did through his people and, and, and then personally and, and also um, just some of the opposition and the challenges that we have faced. And, and more and more I realize that in this year of grace, um, he, he's been training us. It's almost like he promoted us into a higher level, but that higher level reaches into our calling in warfare. And, and I, I feel like he is teaching me how to war in a, in a new light, I guess I should say. And it's, it's in so many ways, it's driving out any fear that I have um, towards the enemy and towards the way that he can come against us because the Lord keeps quickening just scriptures in me that are just weapons that we have and promises that we have as we stand against him and overcome. And it just in the whole principle of overcoming, I feel like it's been a whole year where he has really demanded of, of us to press through and to overcome. And through that, as we have this momentum, momentum, <laughs> momentum to, to, to press into this year of wisdom where we will be taking light into the darkness, we are going to go with such a measure of authority through that overcoming that we have experienced over this last year and that's very encouraging to me but I mean just this morning I was I was just thinking about the battle that I know that I've been facing physically and um, the Lord just reminded me of you know he inhabits our praise the Bible says he inhabits our praise but it also says let God arise and when 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 God arises his enemies scatter yeah. and so when we lift him up in praise or I just think he's just really giving us some strategy um, through scripture of the way that we're fighting this battle. And I'm not saying the battle won't go into the new year, of course. You can't go into darkness and not be in battle. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I feel like he's giving us these keys of wisdom through his scripture that we need to take note of and apply. And, you know, they, they may sound so simple but they're not. They're they're the weapons that he gives us to, to to fight the good fight and to war on behalf of taking the kingdom uh, or taking the earth for the kingdom. And so, I'm just I'm really thankful. I, I'm I'm thankful even for the the suffering because I know that it it works in us um, the perfection and the confidence and the authority that we need to. To continue on in the fight so well yeah. you know that i appreciate those words i think they they definitely uh, encapsulate things that we've been facing and you know you when you overcome you you gain a crown and the concept that we don't have any opposition um is ludicrous because every even the wonderful Psalm 23 God prepares a table That's before right. us on the top of the mountain where the enemy isn't anywhere around. That's right. No, wait, that doesn't say that. Mm -mm. 
in the presence of the enemy. And, you know, my grace is sufficient. The, 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 the encampment of the angels around us. And um, you know, we don't want to give the enemy any, <coughs> any opportunity. Uh, and we certainly need to take authority over him. But, um, man, we're, we're breaking through. And I, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, too. I mean, I, I think that we've both, and, and probably those that are listening, have come face-to-face with our own weakness. And um, I, I know I have face-to-face with my own weakness just in, in my own strength. And, and I've been really f- not forced, um, inclined. No, that's not a good word. I know I've had no other choice but to press into through the weakness that I have into his strength and to be able to fight through his strength and not through mine. And I think so much of it, too, is is sometimes when when the enemy surrounds you and there's so much activity and there's so much that we have to do and and you know he brings distract he brings all kinds of things to try to get us off track but if we keep our focus and realize <coughs> that what we carry is dominion i mean th- that the spirit that's within us what we are carrying is dominion and and just the revelation of um, of how going into the darkness to take the light that is within us there is no striving in that and and I don't know I, I just I feel like I've even now in this hour you know in this transitional hour I find myself really pressing into that throne of grace and uh, you know in a time of, of of recognizing my own weakness knowing that his his grace is sufficient, and when we're weak, he is strong, and he's really going to show himself strong through us this year. Um, and I don't know. It's 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 really encouraging. <laughs> <coughs> and if I interrupted you, I apologize. <laughs> you interrupt me. <laughs> That's what the chit-chat hour is all about. You chit, I chat. You keep on. I chit, you chat. You be careful how you say that now. <laughs> We got the American and the British version of words that maybe aren't too acceptable here on these holy airwaves. No, there have been moments though over the last, I'd even say over the last week where I have felt like just laying down and saying, <laughs> but in that moment is when his grace, you know, his grace is for the moment. His grace, you don't, you don't keep a reserve of his grace. His grace is for the moment. And, um, I, I've just had the most remarkable encounters of being in that place of just right there on the edge of, of feeling like I don't have the strength to fight the battle and his grace just comes in and and overwhelms the whole scenario yeah and that just that's just so so God yeah so well you know again just even the concept of, of partnering with God in grace and that dimension of his spirit that makes himself vulnerable to us to where he would share his heart that all comes through grace and um, we are on a unique pathway here because at the end of all things we're partnering with God in grace and there aren't percentage wise on the earth there aren't that many 
who are doing this. And so um, it is a unique perspective. But I'll tell you, it, it enlivens the word. It enlivens the scripture. Um, yes, because yes. you can read verses that maybe you read and thought, oh, that's a good verse, or just maybe skim by because you didn't really grab, grasp the depth of what was being said. With the things God's shown us and where, where we are, those verses come alive, and there's a power in them. It's an untapped supply that maybe is being used in this hour for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really exciting. Did you get something hot off the wire there? I did. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. And it says, oh, it's not just me. It's you, too. <laughs> um, Vicki, Vicki Sparrow. I praise the Lord for the strong, strong, saintly presence that God has raised up in Belgium and for the impact that they are and will be making in the spirit realm. As well, God has raised me up in areas of reliance and trust upon him by needing only him in some specific circumstances, which have has established a personal confidence in my ability to join him in anything he is asking me to partner in. Monica is reading my mail. <laughs> oh, and the determined devotion I am seeing in Pastor Hervé and Rose and Benin to be who Father created them to be no matter what. They are such an encouragement to see them digging in to the Demonicos lifestyle, and we're so grateful for Luke and Sylvie's investment in that precious saintly couple. I just spoke with Rose this morning, and her spirit is is so much delighting in the Father. That's wonderful. Oh, great. Thank you. Thank you, Vic. That is great. And, Maybe. of course, Annette says, yes, she's in complete and total agreement with. It's so good to know that, you know, we're never alone. <laughs> Sometimes it feels that way, but so often it's like the things that I'm experiencing, I can mention it to you, and you can speak maybe from a little different perspective, but you're enduring something similar and and you bring light and truth into the circumstance. I mean, that just happened yesterday for me where it was like you spoke something that I know from experience from what you've been going through, but you spoke it and and from scripture and it was like literally like I could feel the life coming into my spirit wow. and my soul. And I so th- I'm just so thankful for that partnership with him, but that partnership that we have with one another. Well, I'm. I know that that was a Rama verse, and uh, was that First Peter five ten? I think. Mm-hmm. I have it right here. So you may you may all want to look that up and claim that for yourself. First Peter five ten, the God of all grace. I love that. I love that. Wow. And then I have a word from Cece. Hi, Cece. Happy New Year. She says, I would like to say there has been a measure of grace remedies that have been imparted to my family this year, learning to trust God and hearing his voice throughout the year, learning to let go and let God have his way. So many blessings have been given to me this year and a deeper partnership that I have felt. Wow. Amen. Thanks, Cece. That's, we're so grateful for uh, you and Winford and um, for you know, I can 
I can speak. We're grateful for Port St. John in so many ways. Uh, Cece and Winford are part of this church here, and um, we're so grateful for that. I mean, it is always a blessing to me when Cece teaches on Sundays, when she comes up with her beloved, and um, because you can tell, you can tell when somebody's walking and eating the same spiritual meat as all the rest of us, because uh, you can just tell. And we it's, speak the same language. Yes, yes, and you and and I'll tell you, <laughs> don't want to go this far, but I'll just say it. You can tell when somebody is not, but we don't want to go there. Um, praise God, praise God for that. Um. What what one thing stands out to you for this past year that you you're really thankful for? Uh, I, I'm thankful for the deeper revelation and understanding of what grace is, and the way the Lord has led us just line upon line in the application of that, and we have lived that. I mean, we have lived that every single day of this year. Every day of this year, he has revealed himself in grace. Yeah. And um, I'm also thankful for what God is doing in the nations. And that's, I mean, that's a broadcast all in itself. But I, I have seen that grace manifest in just about every nation that he has opened up for us and that we we have sown faithfully into over the number of, of years that we've been apostolically ministering in the nations and I I give thanks to him for for seeing the fruit for seeing the harvest um, with my own eyes and seeing what he's doing in in all of the nations in which we have labored <coughs> because that is such an encouragement as we go forth into the new year and and then thirdly I would say what I said earlier I'm thankful for um, just the resolve and the confidence that I have that I can fight the enemy off. Yeah. And it, because I'll have a tear. There's um, there's things that, that I think that as a people we're still battling through just on behalf of our identity and, and um, this calling. And that will, I guess, always be because the enemy will always resist what God is doing. But I think that there's a new measure of, of confidence and resolve in us as a people. Um, and, and lastly, I guess I would say for the intimacy that God has, has opened up to us that. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, it's like you, you live this and, and, and you experience him. And he reveals himself to you. And then you think, how can it get any better? You know, how? Yeah. And then he just opens up another corridor mm -hmm. of his heart. And so I'm thankful for that because to me, that's where it all stems. And that's where that's where we're sent forth from. And I, I'm learning more and more about just the fullness of who he is and um, and that and what I carry. And, and and I so much want to be that one that, that hosts his presence so profoundly that when I step into another nation, the atmosphere changes. Yeah. And that sounds kind of haughty, 
but that's what he's promised us, that I could walk by and that the, the substance of my shadow could heal somebody. You know, that, that's what I believe he's going to do through his people. And so um, I guess just the, the confidence in who he is in us yeah. by virtue of, of our relationship in him. And so you asked me for one thing. I just gave you four. No, that's, <laughs> that's great. Uh, what about you? Well, you know, uh, there's so many ways that I could approach this. And you mentioned the nations. We're grateful. And for what's coming in the new year, we're, we're very grateful. But over this past um, year and a half, there have been some really peculiar uh, oppositions that have come against who who I am in inside and it, it it's never been a doubt of what God's called us to do but there have been things the enemy's done tactics that he's used that just really in some ways deflated me it didn't stop me from from doing what I have to do every week but um, it it just was it was it was an awful thing so I'm grateful that over this past year God has allowed us to keep moving forward and I'm grateful that as you said throughout that year God has been walking us through and showing us principles of grace that we've never uh, we've never been presented with mm -hmm. and I guess um, about five, five weeks, no, three weeks ago, <coughs> three weeks ago, God just touched me and, um, there were some assignments that were coming against me physically and God just touched me. And from that point, he, he just basically stirred that fire from when this all started in me a long time ago and uh, he called me to fasting he's um, he's allowed me to start writing which I haven't written anything in the past in all that time because I just didn't want to now again I would have done it if God told me to and I think in some ways it was it was kind of ordained by God but I'm just now four three four five hours a day just writing about things we've walked through if i could just interject and in, in your defense and say that writing is a lot like fasting to me and and i know when i fast if his grace is in it mm -hmm. or if it's me thinking i need to fast or and, and when his grace is there it's a totally different experience because it's ordained of him. And I think the same for the writing. I think he he held back. I mean, because his grace was not there for you to write during that season for a purpose. Mm -hmm. But it was like a fast. I mean, it was like, and even now this season where you're writing again is like a fast to me because you are sacrificing other things. to. I know what it's like to write. I mean, when I'm writing a book, I sit down and that's all I do. I mean, that's that's basically all I do. And so, it, because it takes so much of who you are 
So I'm just I'm just saying that um, I think that you you were just being led of the spirit, even though your own agenda, your own expectation of yourself was beating you up about it. But God was in all that. Yeah. So. Well, I appreciate that. That's just true. Well, you know, there's another factor in the midst of all that, that we saw our network come together and a number of pastors and leaders in the network come together in ways that were really out of necessity, but because of the necessity, there was a, uh, there was a, a point of unity and a point of agreement that um, was manifested in in the fall seminar when we spoke about the, the tenets that, that we hold as self-evident among us. And that that cohesiveness is, is, is going to launch with us into, into the new. Amen. So I'm very grateful for that. Amen. And, you know, I'm going to give praise about something. You know, when we were in Versailles, we met, um, you know, what God's doing in France is is great. We're seeing steps forward in maturity and people really starting to take positions that God's prepared them for. But we met a young man named Cyril who was 18, mm-hmm. didn't he? He's 18. Uh, he looks much older to me. But, he does. He does, yeah. But anyway, God's moving in him. You've had testimonies of the way the Spirit's been touching him. And there's a young girl we met who's a nurse who comes from poor Peru, mm-hmm. but she was there. And hopefully they're going to be at our seminar in March. We got uh, word that Pastor Luciano got his visa so he's going to be here in March, and we're praying for Anna and Benjamin, who are going next, that they'll get breakthrough, and then we're believing that next Elsa will, and then Luciano's believing that his son, Tulio, is going to get his visa. And then Ruby told me yesterday that Julia and Francine are, have, I guess they bought their ticket already. We're going to have an international seminar. Oh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a gala. Yeah. Um, so exciting. Yeah. And Louisa? Louisa. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. From Switzerland, she's planning to come. Wow. She's already, I think she's already got her ticket. I think um, she was going to come for Christmas, but she decided to to hold off and come in, in March so she could be here for the seminar. So we're very thankful for that and thankful for the connection that we have with her. I, I really do. I see God... Every day I see the Lord raising up these young people. And I was talking to um, Nancy Deshawn on Sunday before prayer class because she was asking me about um, about Noah and, and about what his plans were and what was happening in Santa Barbara. And, and we just began to talk about it. And just as I was talking about what God's doing in these different pockets where he's raising up these young people, I see these Elishas coming forth. And, you know, of course, when that was prophesied, we thought they're all going to come. They're all going to come into our sanctuary. You know, we, we, we envisioned it to be here in Dallas, and, and it will happen here in Dallas, but it's happening all over the world. And, and, and that's just so encouraging and exciting to me because he's raising up leaders. You talk about Cyril. 
I mean, this boy, this young man, has only known the Lord for he's a he's he's a very young Christian, and he didn't he never got evangelized or anything like that. The Lord met him in his room and revealed himself to him, and and he answered the Lord, and since then has been so hungry to know the Lord and and when I was was talking face to face with him last weekend I saw a leader and I, I it, it it it's the fulfillment even of the prophecy that was spoken many years ago about how the Lord's grace is just going to be exponential upon those that come in yeah. in the last hour because God's just going to catch them up yeah. and and going to he's going to catch them up and activate the gifts within them and use them where he you know has them positioned and and so, you know, I saw a leader, I saw leadership in this young man. And that's just very encouraging. So. Oh, I, I think so, too. And I'm so happy that he's coming. Um, well, I don't know for sure, but we're going to, he well, wants to, and we're going to believe that he's going to, he's yeah. going to make his way here. We need to expedite that. Yeah. So if there are any things that are. I'll reach out to him. Um, we want to make sure days. that happens because, you know, even I remember back when, when God first started talking about that Elijah and Elishas, and that that message was just burning in me, and what, like you said, I think we so often we all do this. God says something, and then we figure out how He's going to do it. Mm-hmm. And the, the only thing He said was that He was going to do it. He didn't say how. And since that time, these young people. This mighty army in Brazil, um, and uh, uh, and who knows who else is is being stirred? Because again, this is God's work, and see, I think that's the beauty of this Saints Network, because you know, I've been around long enough to see how ministries grow and develop, and and um, I know that there's a lot of pure-hearted people, and this, they're sincere. But it, but it usually comes down to, this is, this is our work, this is our ministry. But this is this Saints Network thing is his ministry. That's right. And it's 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 him. None of us are getting any accolades, and we don't want them. We don't really need them. I mean, I guard over it as you well know, like a like a mother bear. Um, uh, you want to talk I, about bears? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I was in you know, the middle of the night three nights ago. I woke up and I was praying in the spirit and I was thinking about this grace thing and the enemy trying to come in and and God uh, w- watching and waiting. And, and I thought about that passage about a mother bear being awakened to defend her cubs. And I, I, I know, like a warrior overcome with wine, he arises. And it's like, of course, we know God doesn't get drunk. Uh, and we know he never sleeps or never slumbers. But there are times that it appears that he is distant. But when, it, when enough is enough, he rises. And, man, I don't know if you've seen that, that movie about the... I love that little bear movie from mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. and that little tiny cub standing up, 
mm-hmm. and he's he's raising his arms to that mountain lion that's coming, and then all of a sudden <laughs> you see the mountain lion kind of his ears go back like cats do, and it starts backing up, and they pan and they see the huge mama bear standing behind the, the little bear. That's our God, and um, so I don't know why I got off on that. I have another testimony. Another. Speak it. And, and and before I do, I just want to speak into Olivia Zafus, who is standing strong in Switzerland. Yeah. And we just bless her there. She's um, She's been struggling with some health issues as well, and uh, we just speak life into her. We speak the breath of the Lord into her. She's been dealing with some asthma. Yeah. And, but is Olivia she, listening right now? Uh-huh. Father, in Jesus' name. I stand in agreement with Monica. She's already released life. She's released strength. And and I speak into your life, Olivia. You are standing there as a saint, and it's not been easy, but you have not wavered. And we ask for the presence of our Father to fill the very place where you are right now and that you would know in ways you've never felt before his love and his strength, and we rebuke this asthma we rebuke any other kind of opposition that's come against you and we we ask that from this moment forward it flees away and that the strength of god would infuse your body and that your entire spiritual scenario will begin to to morph and change into the thing that god has has welcomed so we speak light we speak his wisdom into you. You've been doing activations. You've been going about as a as a one as a one man one woman gang of saints and proclaiming the goodness of the Lord. And we speak encouragement and life in Jesus' name. I took over your proclamation. No, I'm thank you. I, I actually took the overflow of that. <laughs> hmm. I'm learning how to do that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that's excellent. Um yeah, we're very thankful for her and for the way she's standing there and really representing the saints there in Switzerland in such a powerful way. Yeah. Um, and then I got a word from Jocelyn in Florida, and she, she says that throughout this year she's been really warring on behalf of her youngest son and the things that they've been declaring and diagnosing over him. Vicki spoke about this a little bit in Sunday school when she spoke, yeah. remember, about the diagnosis. And and Jocelyn's just been stay, you know, she's just been standing strong on on who she knows he is in the Lord. And she said, even in the darkest moments where she's grappled with this, the Lord's grace has been so evident. Praise and God. He continues to provide the ability for them to move forward and not to despair. And she said, I I'm so thankful that I no longer have the question of why me or why am I here? Because I know the Father has a purpose in it all, and I keep pressing into his heart. Boy, is that a key. Yeah. We can never say that. Yeah. Because, yeah. Oh, so. hey, you know, I, <laughs> I, I know some of the things that the enemy has co-opted with my mind over the past few months before this breakthrough came. And, you know, thoughts of all kinds of things. And um, I'm very grateful for the goodness of our God. But you have to stand knowing who he's called you to be, even though you may not know all the details. What you do know, you have to stand in that. And we're very, very grateful. 
for that. I'm grateful for the work that Yuwali's doing. Yeah, amen. And and his brother Nikon down in Brazil with Carla. Um, I'm grateful for uh, the things that are being put together even right now. Yuwali's supposedly working on developing Facebook. Um, I don't want to say pages, but Facebook touch points for uh, whatever we're going to be doing in Portuguese and um, and whatever we're going to be doing then in Spanish. Um, that's coming. He's working on it right now. Uh, I'm grateful for, from a personal standpoint, the blessing of uh, the way God has been touching my daughter Katie on the past few months and the doors that are opening um, in, you know, in music. Um, I continue to pray for that, and but I'm, I'm grateful. And, and the blessing on my family and the blessing on your family. It's uh, God's good, so good to us. Amen. We lack nothing. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about, since we've got 19 minutes left, see, when you ask, it's it's when when we're chit chatting, that takes time. <laughs> but when we invite other chitters and chatters to chit and chat, then man. So, um, we uh, the first Saturday word is going to be sent out probably tomorrow. Do you know when? Uh, what is today? Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, it'll probably be sent out tomorrow evening. Or maybe before. Okay. And we're, we in this house are going to be coming on Saturday morning, and we're fasting until lunch. And now, for me, I, I can't speak for you. This isn't a mandate for everybody, but I'm fasting from, from sundown on Friday. Well, basically, I'll be fasting most of the day Friday, but specifically just water and liquids from sundown on Friday all the way through probably when I go out with the twins on Saturday afternoon. But I don't know that. But we we need to offer a Saint Network-wide expression of fasting as we're entering into this new this new year that's filled with so much um so much fruit. Our, our wineskins have to be ready, and um, the garment has to be ready. And when the Lord spoke about those two things, he did it in conjunction with fasting. And, you know, I'll, I'll say another thing I'm thankful for. Remember years ago when we did all kinds of fasts early on? And um, every time we'd fast, we'd lose people. You remember that? Oh, yeah. And I'd get up and I'd, I'd warn people. I don't understand how you can warn people, they hear you, and then they just do it anyway. Pastor, uh, yeah. When you, let, when you begin to entertain that voice of the enemy, when he comes in to resist that kind of stuff, if you in any way enter, begin to entertain it and begin, you begin to partner with it, and uh, unless you stand against that, yeah. He will take you out. Yeah, we've seen that happen over and over and over, and it can be so strong, and so powerful that it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, because if you don't stand against that, you begin to partner with him, and you will. Yeah. So I. 
Well, I, you know, I remember at the time we were fasting as just unto the Lord. And there were dimensions of fast that he was revealing, and we do them because we saw him in Scripture and he told us to do it. And I know in retrospect that not only was he teaching us about applied fasting, but he was showing us, like before he revealed, kept on revealing about his seven spirits in his, in his, in his heart, he would have us do those Daniel fasts. And, and we would do them in conjunction with the seven spirits. And then the fast of feasting, you know, we did that over and over and over again. And, um, but it was, it was really, in essence, preparing the way for our relationship with God, but that we would be, that we would be capable of receiving what he was giving. And we were really making ready the, the vessels, or as Robert would say, the vesicles, and the the garments that we needed, and so, uh, and it makes sense that it, when you do that, like you said, if you're not on board, if you're just waiting for it all to pass over, and if if you aren't really committed to His plan, you you will drift off. Yeah, because fasting it, it really exposes your spirit. I mean, it causes your spirit to be so hyper, it does for me anyway, so yeah. hypersensitive that it, that's the, be- I mean, that's so much the beauty of it is that it can, it, there's such a connection that it creates because it's just, just the facade that we put up. It just, it just falls away and it's just face to face encounter with the Lord, yeah. spirit to spirit, I guess. So if you allow the enemy into that place, I can see how it could wreak havoc. Well, you know, I, I, I have felt, like I said earlier, this calling for, for fasting in my life and in the lives of uh, anybody who is walking this pathway with us in a way that I have not felt since 96. I, I am, and I can only say that. You know, I've done fasting, but I've done it in obedience, but not in a life-changing in a in a theatron changing way and i really believe like we said in prayer class on sunday night that this moment we're in is going to produce a quantum leap a change that the only thing that we can compare it to is when this all first began and the way God changed and imparted then. And we've all been, you may, we may not have known you then, but I think many of you were already searching and God brought us together. Um, I, I think in the ways that we've been changed, we're going to be transformed in this year of wisdom. And it will be a, it is a totally different theater of operation and i i know that it has to do with the timetable of god and it's it's good that we're fasting so that we will be ready to god help us to res, to hear and receive the the ramifications of wisdom and and understanding um so uh we need we need as a network to offer 
this measure of fasting this weekend. And, you know, again, I, we're not trying to be legalists here. Uh, you say, well, you know, what if we're praying at another time of the day or on a different day? Or what if I had plans that I can't get out of? Listen, I, I release a, a, a blessing to you. Do it whenever the Lord says do it, but do it. And I would also say that we need to be like Anna, who is offering our prosuke every day and who is um, um, offering fastings every day because she, she really paved the way. I, I was doing some study yesterday about uh, the intertestamental period again, and I was studying about Herod and how he came into office and how the political maneuverings that he did with the Roman Senate and how he went and he took that temple that Ezra and Nehemiah worked to to rebuild, and it was really modest. It wasn't as opulent as Solomon's temple, but it was it was what they had, and it was modest, and that and that survived for hundreds of years, or, or I don't know exactly how long, but um, Herod went and refurbished it and embellished it. And Anna was in there during all that time. She was in there when Rome came in. She was in there um, when all the construction was taking place. And her prosuke and her fasting is the intercessor that was laboring for the coming of the Lord. It was just her. The Bible doesn't say Simeon was doing that. He was a good man. He... He did what he had to do, and he fulfilled his own role. But she was the one that was praying there. She was the light. She was a Samuel-like influence in that temple because there was political stuff going on all the time. There was, It was just crazy. It was crazy, man. And, you know, the temple, that Herod's temple wasn't completed. It was completed in a year and a half, and it was completed in 19 B.C. So... Most people think that Jesus was actually born 3 B.C. So that was brand new, 16 years when Jesus was born, which is why his disciples, when they were coming in, many of them were fishermen, you know, who who knows how many times they came into Jerusalem. That's why they would come and they'd point and they'd say, look at this structure, look what they did, because it was all new. Wow, and then Jesus goes in and says, I'll destroy yeah, He everything. says, oh, this baby's going. <laughs> no wonder that put them all in a tizzy. What? <laughs> what? But again, Anna did that. And um, we, are, we are called to partner with our Father in grace for the end time. Who knows? God knows what your intercession is partnering with him to see happen. Wow. And um, because before God does anything, he looks for an intercessor. That's right. He speaks to his his prophets, Amos 3. And um, that's just the way God moves, and he still moves that way today. So um, I'm just grateful to be able to walk with you and with our church warriors and with all of our saints family because um, God is doing a work through this 
I call it, we call it a movement, but awakening that is, is unimaginable. It is an awakening, absolutely. So. Definitely. Well, I have a little personal testimony and that, um, if I may. Go ahead. Over, I think it was over Thanksgiving when, when Noah was home. I can't remember. Maybe it was Saturday night. I can't remember. We had some worship and prayer time. And the Lord began to to speak to me about Anna in the temple and really put in my heart that calling of serving in the temple night and day. And um, and so, you know, Noah's doing art in college, and he went back to Santa Barbara, and he got, the Lord gave him the inspiration to do um, to start a clothing line of functional clothing, and the Lord told him to call it Temple Clothing. And so for Christmas, he gave, he made me a sweater, he made me a hoodie, and it says Temple on it. And when he gave it to me, it reminded me of my calling in the sanctuary wow. to be as Anna. Yeah, so it's like my, my, my mantle. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So. Well, well, he may need to move back to Texas and set up a factory in Temple, Texas. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 no. Maybe he could have his sweat house out there in, in Temple, and they can produce his stuff. Well, he was. We were talking the other day about his just his the, his art, you know, and how he's gonna to use it in business or whatever he decides to do. And he said, "I need a name." And I said, "Well, why don't you call it Temple Temple Art or Temple? Stick with the whole because he did the logo and everything, and he made me these little bookmarks, and they just say Temple on them. It's really pretty cool. That's neat. Yeah." Temple pottery because he does pottery, which is also very wow spiritual. But um, yeah, so that's great. <laughs> you too could have a temple <laughs> cloak. Did this really come from? I can from the I can temple? hook you up. Yes. Wow. Of course, now he needs to get some thread or something from Jerusalem that he can put in every one of the things, and that'll sell really well on Elijah list. There you go. I'm just yeah. playing, but it's true. I'm just playing. Though. <laughs> well, um, so first Saturday, this coming Saturday, and um, please pray about how the Lord would have you to embrace a fast. And um, we look forward to things that are coming in this new year. It's here tomorrow. Right, again, though, calendrically, it's here tomorrow. But we've been foraying into that for a while now anything further you want to say it's just hard to believe that 2020 it's just i remember when we crossed over into 2000 thinking how strange that was that we're not going to be in the 20th century anymore yeah <laughs> and now we're in 2020 oh, 20 years has gone have gone by and i just i just marvel at all that god's done and actually, how quickly it's gone by. Yeah. Whoa. I remember having pancakes in the in the basement on that <laughs> New Year's Day, on that, New, that early New, because we did an all night prayer time going oh into my Lord. to twenty twenty. Oh, that brings up some Baker stories. Twenty. No, it was two thousand one. Yeah. 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 We uh, we had. <laughs> I won't. I won't tell his story. His time will not permit. So, Happy New Year, everyone. 
Yeah. Happy New Year. We wish you just a really blessed night tonight. Be be wise. Be careful. And uh, a wonderful first day of the year tomorrow. And and just get ready because it's going to be an incredible year. Amen. I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, you may wonder we're not doing any service or anything like that because the Lord didn't say to do it. And it's not because we wouldn't have done it. It's just he didn't tell us to do it. But um, I know that we've asked our congregation to, to come and pray as the Lord leads them. I think that's what needs to be done. And so that's that's what we're doing. So as Monica said, we bless each of you in whatever celebration you are doing and enjoying. And uh, we we pray God's very bless, blessing, his great blessing and his very best be upon you. Amen. So um, anyway, is there anything we're forgetting? I don't think so. We'll just see you on Saturday at the throne. Yeah. And maybe before. Yeah, we bump into you, you know, just check for our name badge <laughs> so you can recognize us. All right. God bless you. Happy New Year. And welcome to uh, the Year of Wisdom. Goodbye. <laughs>